Hey guys, Sean here, and just a very quick update before we start this week's episode of the podcast. Um, Eric, Aaron, and Connor are not with me at the moment, so and I just wanted to let you guys know that when we did record this podcast, we obviously thought six, seven weeks' time we were going to Madrid, dude, Martin, and that's obviously all changed, all out the window. These things happen, not not really pointing, crying, arguing about it, and so obviously a lot bigger things going on than than a podcast series and a couple of Martins. So, um. We probably won't be doing the Madrid Martin when it's rebooked for November. I know myself and Connor are doing the Dublin City Martin at the end of October. And there's a lot of different things up in the air right now. So I can't tell you exactly when there's going to be another episode or series of any given run day. I don't know that. But what I do know is that from the four of us, we really do appreciate you guys listening to the podcast over the last 10, 11 weeks. It's been pretty cool to see the podcast listeners grow and grow and to hear you guys feedback on the podcast has been pretty cool great journey really crappy anticlimactic ending to it but nothing any of us can do it so with that said um i think it's a coronavirus free episode of the podcast because at that stage we didn't know obviously no one knew how big this was gonna get so uh, enjoy the podcast i feel it's a very laid back episode of the podcast we had a lot of talk a lot of banter even Aaron opens his mouth a lot in this week's episode of the podcast so uh yeah just once again thank you very much for listening to the podcast over these last 10 11 weeks we really do appreciate it and I hope you do hear from us very very soon take care Hey guys, Sean here. Welcome to another episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. I'm joined once again by Eric, Connor, and Aaron is here as well. Um, going to go straight into this week's podcast. I seem to always say that. Straight, 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 straight in. Straight in. What else no are you going to do, Sean? I don't know. I'm sure we're all sitting around yeah. the table ready to record the podcast. Having a little talk about helicopters, yeah. keeping Aaron up at night at 6 o'clock in the evening. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, I he's awake now. Yeah, fair play to you, Aaron. Are you awake? Yeah. You good to go? Three cups of coffee. Good, good. He's good to go. And no runs. No runs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Last week we we spent a lot of time talking about treadmill running, um, and Eric, you said you wouldn't do a long run on the treadmill. One, you have to keep changing treadmills, but two, it can be boring as hell. The yes. treadmill, but for some people, runs in general can be boring as hell. Guys, what do you do to keep yourself entertained while going through a run? Right, I'll, I'll jump in here because um, stay I, sitting. I stay sitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose going back to my background as I was in team sports, so I found that running for any kind of a long distance or, or a long period of time was was difficult so from the beginning I've always had to have you know headphones in and, and music or, or podcasts or, or, or uh, audible or something like that so that's something I've I, I've kind of like continued throughout my training and my, my my marathon running over the last little while and um, regardless of how long it is now to be fair in general I usually have earphones in for most of the day anyway yeah. often to my detriment but um, you know for me it's essential you know and um, in terms of motivation you know, I think that you know, there's times where you're in the middle of a long run, you hit a bit of a kind of a, a bit of a dip in energy, and your kind of your pace is waning, perhaps. And just the right song comes on, all of a sudden, boom! You're good to you go. Know, good to go again. I remember the marathon last year. The year's gone. I think we were, you know, just beyond the halfway point, and um, I was getting a little bit warm. I was getting a, a little bit dehydrated, and uh, Tin Lizzy boys are back in town. Come on! And once you hear that riff, yeah. Oh, there you go it's like right chess is out and let's let's crack right here now so uh to me I, i'd always advocate um i'd advocate for 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 music or whatever it is that, that helps you get through that that boredom mm. certainly we talked about the, the treadmill running last week 
um, I really struggle to do anything more than a 10k on a treadmill because any longer than that, or, you know, I, I just get incredibly bored. Mm. Uh, even with you know a podcast or something on, um, you know, so I, I always I prefer the road running anyway to, to treadmills, um, just purely from a an atmosphere and environment point of view. Um, and uh, look, even though I know a lot of people, particularly those that are kind of getting into triathlons or, or Ironmans, often say that look, music is a, is a crutch because yeah. obviously you know when that kind of event you can't have earphones in. Um, but I think for me at the moment, you know, I find it I find it of massive benefit. And, and don't get me wrong, you know, I think on, on the day of the marathon, the atmosphere is so good that I would often take the earphones out, you know, when I come to a cheering zone, and certainly, you know, come up to the last last kilometer because you want to embrace that that energy from the crowd and the atmosphere. But I think you know when there's moments, and certainly training when you're on your own, um, you know, it's it's dark, it's cold, um, having that something just to, to take your mind off it, um, you know. I, I, I must be advocated. Did you listen? Do you have head, headphones on for the marathon? For part of it, yeah. Oh, you for, yeah, that's yeah. cheap. No, that's that's cheap. David, yeah. Yeah. you broke, you that, broke right that through. Time, that time of four and a half hours should be banned there. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants the five so he can beat it. Aaron, you're going to have an amp behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second, you said four and a half hours. That wasn't my marathon time this year. Well, your first one. Oh, He's doing his first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, no, no. I don't think it's against. I don't think it's against the marathon rules. And I, I double checked that. But as far as I know, for for any kind of a triathlon, oh, it is. I think it it's, is. In the they they, yeah, they yeah, say yeah. that. I think for the marathons, they say that. Look, take them out for the the pre race briefing or, or that kind of stuff. Um, to my knowledge, I think because you see, I know, every, I'm you only see, you I every, don't know. I don't know. No, look, going back to the, the atmosphere though, the marathon. I just, I, yeah. oh, this, I this, got me through it. This, like, my, this is my point. Like, I mean, I wouldn't have my, my earphones in for you know the first couple of kilometers because you're just kind of you're you're getting into your zone. What I do is I tend to put them in when you get across the bridge, uh, kind of coming up to Stony Batter and into the Phoenix Park because at that point there's very few people around. Um, although there is always a group of people when you come just on the road into the Phoenix Park yeah. on the left hand side there and they have a massive amp and signs and, and that and, and then the band just afterwards you come to Castle Knock is, yeah. is a true highlight yeah. exactly so again look, the earphones go in the earphones go out you know yeah. um, because I think that if you if you have them in for the entirety of the race you miss out so much you know and, and look maybe we'll talk about that in future podcasts about what it actually feels like to run the marathon because I honestly thought you know uh, before I ever went to support anyone you know run the marathon I generally thought that it was just it was a stupid thing to do to run that far yeah. um, there was no need for it and you go and be a part of the crowd first of all and you just see that there's just a collective of people just out of pure the goodness of their hearts going out and supporting people running you know and a lot of people who are at the side of the road they don't have family members they don't have friends running they're just there just simply for the event you know and then when you put yourself in the, the position then where you're actually running it and you're receiving this and you're getting high fives off kids you run past or people handing orange wedges or sweets or whatever to try and keep you going there's nothing like it there really yeah. isn't so going back to what I was saying I think music for me is a, it's a really good tool um, and it helps an awful lot but I think when you're in the actual marathon race if you have your earphones in for the entirety of the race you're missing out on so much yeah um, you talk about having audible and podcasts uh, personally I've tried like getting in an audible book or a podcast stuff like that and I find I just zone out of it completely and I can't I can't it actually puts me off and I'm like wait what, what was that person saying uh, after an hour you could ask me about it and I won't know what's happening mm. like sometimes with music a song will play through and I'm like I have no idea what song was played I just kind of zone out and it's the, I, it helps but it's still background do you guys listen to podcasts or do you find I have tried with the audible I tried audible and podcasts and like you I did 
I, my brain would drift of what's over there and I'd be looking at something else and then I'd be like I've missed two and a half minutes of what yeah. he said and then I'm going back and then I'm like oh yeah oh I did hear what he said I just didn't take it on board and then like you said it gets frustrating then you're trying yeah. to run but you're trying to fix this and go back and listen so that's why with music you don't care because it's just another song that's gone you know yeah. like you, you don't really mind what you've missed um, but yeah when I'm training I tend to have the music because I train on my own a lot so it's it's just something that gets you going and I have the same couple of starter songs as well like just get me into it like yeah. it's uh, you know, a bit of Taylor Swift the whole lot this is a good yeah. one here, right? so I, w- I want to know what's, what's in your running playlist Ooh, t- what's in your first three songs so Taylor Swift Mike Posner move on oh, Taylor okay. Swift Wildest Dreams because I think she sings about me in it um, there you go and uh, I forget what's the other one I think it's like oh uh, Hans Zimmer um, from Gladiator Now We Are Free brilliant nice. yeah so it's bizarre my running playlist goes it's a roller coaster in itself you don't know yeah. what's coming next I will change on distances I know if I do a 5k I'll do the Hans Zimmer live in Prague track and it's just two songs you need for it the, <laughs> the Batman starts the the big building it goes a good 13 minutes it's brilliant but after that then him doing Inception and that the when I start uh, the 5k finishes just as it kicks into the piano piece oh, at the nice. end of Inception oh, and man uh, if you look at my like my, my stats afterwards in like run up you can just see that last 500 meters the pace just goes faster and faster yeah. and faster because it kicks in perfectly and then when I get fast doing 5k's I have to let the Batman play for a minute and then try and catch up so I still get that piano piece at the end <laughs> and it just because oh, I, I do the same loop on it and it just keeps me going I, and when I hear like I like go change like the, the Joker team during the Batman because it's basically four or five different songs rolling to one it's a live album yeah. and you hear the crowd stuff during it as well and it's just it's like you're cheering you it's like, exactly <laughs> it really is because the piano piece starts and the roar of the crowd comes in I'm like I'm really done I start, I start sprinting as fast as I can and I find sometimes with that it can help me because I know where I should be yeah. at each point of the song where I haven't looked down the watch or check and pace I'm like oh I'm a little bit faster because I'm at this point where usually I'm at this point and stuff and it's the same with it's 10k it's a motivator yeah. as well it is a little motivator like I know, I know like, my long runs now I have a massive long playlist and I zone out and I could be yeah. anything from Bon Jovi ACDC you know loads of different random things beyond that but um Surprisingly not. I, I like more kind of <laughs> Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, I love it. No, see, I if I had Belinda Carlisle on a long run, the pace would just go to the roof and it would kill me. Like, um, so I'll have that kind of like slower rock anthems kind of thing. Uh, just just keeps me going at steady pace. But then on those things, I zone out. Whereas I'm my set playlist for a 10k, and I know like I have right in the middle of it. I have like the four or five Rocky songs. It goes from <laughs> Rocky one, Golden Distance against Apollo Creed, and it goes back to the training montage, and it goes to Rocky two where he finally beats him, and then I have the Rocky four for Are you a Rocky um, fan. I have the whole chronology of the the movies that matter five and the rest don't count but the first four (laughs) and it builds a story to that and that keeps me pushing but that's really interesting that you have a a specific playlist for you know for a specific distance yeah I think for me you know I I don't I have a I have a a playlist and there's like 50 songs and I just hit shuffle yeah you You get a little surprise you get a little surprise and for me it's it's really eclectic it's everything from you know you know rock rap and then there's there's a good portion it's not Taylor Swift. Am I the only one? Yeah. Are you not a mess with Yeah. So I like there's a two things like I either listen to music like I'm just click Spotify play and just 
Anything. Anything. Like anything. Lucky dip. Dog. Lucky dip. Just whatever he wants. Lucky dip. Yeah, if I don't, go. Like, if I don't like it. Oh, that's a bit. If I don't like it, I just, like, I have headphones on, I just push the button, it's the next song, it's grand. But then the other thing is, is like sometimes I'm trying to catch up on some stuff during the week from the news or something like that and I'm just like kind of listening on to you listen to RT news no, you're going no, for a it's like, <laughs> it's like Charlie Vulon pushing it through it's like business breakfast or something like Bloomberg that and um, like that. it's like business breakfast and then like there's some stuff on it it's just like you're just like furious at the guy you're just like that is like B and that run faster oh you I'm just there like in the middle of the run just like and I'm blind and I'm random all kicking bins over I can imagine you doing that just ever blind and cursing I remember one time um, my Spotify is connected up to Alexa and I had the, the big headphones in I was one night running and um, I was living apartment. I was running down towards Stony Batter in, in towards City and I had my playlist on and all of a sudden um, a random Coldplay song came on like that's not on my playlist what's going on here <laughs> then a minute or two later Celine Dion comes on it's like that wasn't your playlist <laughs> <laughs> now I love Celine Dion as much as the next person but uh, that wasn't the playlist so I went back to put on my playlist and listened away and all of a sudden Celine Dion came back on again I was like <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so I changed again as Celine Dion came on again. What's going on? Then I realised, hang on. And girls living in the house kept putting on Celine Dion. <laughs> so I ring them up. And this is nine o'clock at night. And I'm ringing them. And I'm not thinking. I have the head Bluetooth headphones. Will you feckin' knock off Celine Dion? I'm trying to run here. <laughs> Shouting and people looking across me. Knock off Celine Dion. So they put on Celine Dion in French. I was like, ah, feck this. Celine Dion. I got a pain, pain in myself trying to feckin' change songs while I keep running, try to avoid lampposts and all the rest. I'm like, right. Celine it, it is. Celine it is for the next hour doing that. I got so tickled. They're like, they're like how, how do they keep playing? Is it because I got one Spotify that connects Alexa, yeah. that connects the phone. So if someone's back at the house and they just go, want to listen to Celine Dion, no matter what's on, on my phone, automatically I'll be listening to what they're listening to. Here, here, I got so annoyed. Here's a little tip for you then, that case. So if you're sharing a Spotify account with someone else and you want to make sure that your music is safe when you're running, put it on airplane mode. Your Bluetooth headphones will still connect your phone but they won't be able to to use the account where you're using it but we have to download the songs you have to, have, you have to download it onto your device then yeah. oh, that's what I have yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah. is genius yeah. there you go. after all this time they hate you now for listening to this Elaine and even listen like oh you just ruined our phone now cheers for <laughs> that but I, that is airplane mode I always have on the do not disturb and by always I mean 24-7 airplane mode will be twice that's true to me but I, I, I'll always have it there um, quick before we wrap up this podcast um I was going to do a full podcast on this, but like a lot of people are, are talking about and you touched a little bit on cheating there uh, with music. One of the things that's coming out lately is the Nike Vaporfly runners in, for, for cheating. Oh, now, yeah. a, a controversial. Couple, I know, a couple of quick quick um, uh, things in this because Aaron over here is like, I don't believe in that, it makes a difference. We know Aaron's like not believing stuff. Stance, but yeah. Basically, just to explain to you, Aaron, if you, and, and people listening, um, there's like a carbon fiber plate in these yeah. shoes and they, there spring, is research spring yeah. loaded yeah so you get that. more back in this so it, it, they actually are proven to go for up to 4% uh, take off your marathon time okay. um, so a lot of athletes are wearing them now and like what was it it was like 31 of 36 top 3 finishes in major marathons in the last year we're all wearing them they were yeah. all wearing them 31 of 36 so there's something there to it the 5 fastest marathons of all time were ran using them in the last 16 months and um, 
Kipchoge ran he didn't run in the vapor flies he ran in the alpha flies which are banned yeah. um, but the vapor flies aren't banned and then like the New York Times looked at Strava in 2018 and found like 3 to 4% improvement on those wearing the night vapor flies so that kicked in as well so it was that 4% thing um, so the question to you guys is one do you think it's cheating um, two should they be banned or should everyone wear the same runners and then as well as that then if you ran a personal best and you ran a personal best in your vapor flies let's say you had a pair of vapor flies spent 200 quid whatever it was now, would you say that your personal best was that time or would you say that's my personal best and the asterisk on it and you put the vapor fly okay well look I, I, I suppose I, I've um, this is something I studied in college around the, you know cheating and doping in sports so I, I suppose I, I, have a, I have a quite analytical view of it in terms of looking at a personal best, I think that's always going to be you're dependent on conditions, route, and um, you know. So you know, a personal best is very, um, you know, ambiguous to a certain extent. You know, if you run a personal best in Dublin, you know, versus a person, and, and then I suppose, and then you you run a, a you know a, a personal best then in let's say you know Seville or, or something like that where it's a very flat track. You you can't compare courses because one no. might be more hilly than the other. So already I suppose you know that's something to take into account. I think one issue we have is that, as far as I understand, the rules around uh, the production of, of footwear for, for competitive racing, th- there doesn't seem to be a clear uh, a, a clear cutoff. And Nike have obviously overstepped in terms of what they've, they've implemented into their runs or into their, their, their shoes. I think personally for me, when you start looking at putting carbon fiber plates into a shoe, which increases the level of energy you, you retain or, yeah. or, or get back from a, from, from a, a pushing off I think that's really sketchy you know I think that ultimately running is a, is a pretty simple sport in the sense that you put one foot in front of the other you know and your, your fitness and your, your overall um, your physique then you know it does the rest so when you start implementing some kind of a device into that which is what that is you know you have to look at that very seriously but could you not get a pair of like insoles strap a carbon fibre plate to the back of it you get the same like thing out of it effectively and you can wear any pair of runners you could buy a cheap pair of runners and pennies do the same <laughs> yeah. thing you'd be in the top whatever potentially top well, if you're a good marathon runner well this is it like you know I think that, but you like know, so then everyone can do it then what's the point well this is, so my point would be and my argument would be that I think that um, ultimately if you are an elite level athlete I think that brand aside there should be a, a specific uh focal point or a specific style of product that everyone has to use because I think that that creates then a completely level playing field and then it's purely on on your ability and nothing else you know when we start delving into you know products and you know or or, or supplements or whatever it gets very very hazy and ultimately the crux of competitive sport is that you know you compete against everyone else and if you're better than them you win and if you don't if you're not you don't pure and simple but does that happen in sports? So, for example, let's let's go back to Gat. The the setup Dublin would have would be a lot better than the setup Kildare would have. So they're not on an even playing field from there. But would you think that's the case there? Look, look, that, like, that's, a, that's a really or is that something different? No, it's a really contentious uh, topic because obviously you know when people talk about Dublin GA, they look at the level of funding and how that's distributed. And, and look, you know this is a this is a running podcast thankfully so I'm not going to delve into it okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to catch you out there and see where you go with that one now I have no opinion you got close no, look, I, I, look I think that you know again if you look at any any sport the idea would be that there's a, an even distribution of wealth and that it, you know it, you know, and then you, you simply go about your business and, and again whoever's the best the best they win Dublin's a really you know it's an interesting topic because I still think that 
and the structures they've put in place with the funding they've had have produced this great talent that if you said right Dublin GA gets no funding for the rest of the year here's a football on the field of go nuts I still think Dublin will win the All-Ireland you know um, look going back to, to running yeah. you know do I think that you know if you put Kipchoge at the front of a field um, you know and, and gave him a pair of basic runners you know would, would he likely win the marathon well he would certainly be in the top three or four yeah you know like but like he, we're talking about what pace did he run at again 2.56 was it no under, this, under 2 wasn't it it was under 2 hours no 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 it was under 2 hours per kilometre oh uh, something along uh, those no, yeah, have you ever have you ever tried to run at 3 minutes per kilometre in any runners once no, 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 <laughs> no, it's, it's like yeah it's like 22 you're yeah, running at 21 22 kilometre now he, he did it like it's insane but like, like he wouldn't have he, done the yeah like at that performance level like yes do I think when you're adding something in to get that extra percent when you're at that level absolutely in a competitive environment in a competitive environment absolutely but if someone's going to break a world record I'm like correct go, go, runners, yeah, absolutely if you can get to that close you go and wear whatever runners you want and see what we can do because it's amazing achievement oh yeah and, and I, I would agree with that we're talking that. about 4% 4% on his time is only what a minute two minutes Three minutes when you're looking yeah, at the scale he, of it, he, like the difference between women and losing. Yeah, because yeah, out there, means, like there was, was one guy was like two hours and like thirty seconds or something like that. Yeah, if he was wearing the one runners, then effectively would he have said it? Yeah, was that yeah. that in that. Berlin? That was Kachobi the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then he they they now it was a, now that's a separate thing because there was a lot there that helped him get the two oh, sorry, I'm not taking away I, I, from I, I, I'm talking about the general sorry, really more so than world records. Yeah, that's great. That's phenomenal. We did, but talking about general man you rock, rock up and some lad you look out down I hate that he's got the Nike vapor flies on him do you feel cheated a bit or do you w- would any of you guys buy a pair no so I, I wouldn't buy a pair because I can't afford them <laughs> um, if they had a Jordan symbol on them I might I'd give it a go <laughs> you, you give it a go you? Yeah, no, yeah. Look, again it goes so for me and it comes back to my and how I, I approach marathon running for me it's, it's all about me against myself right? yeah and to that extent I don't really care what everyone else is doing because I know full well I'm not going out to win the marathon right in the same way right if you're one of the top you know the top 10 athletes in that field um, you know and you feel there's another athlete who again is at a similar level in terms of ability um, to you and is using a product that you know is potentially giving him an advantage and an unfair advantage then I would take issue you know but at the end of the day you know these products only go so far you know you have to have a level of talent yeah. and, uh, and the bottom line is if Kipchoge was wearing, was running barefoot and I had the Nike Vaporflies on I know he was winning that race yeah that, that that's true I mean he, they're still all incredible yeah. athletes but it's that, that small little thing it's just a placebo as well yes yeah. they may or may not help you but like if I'm still struggling to break the three and a half hour and I'm like have these flies and then I break it and then I don't wear them again but then I've Mentally gone, yeah. I can do it. You know, like it's, like we're we're jumping between, yeah. you know, we're also, jumping between Joe Stone and, and yeah, like yeah, elite yeah. athletes, and and whether because like they it they're not placebo because there's a, there's, there's so there's, much stats there's, and there's, there's so much there's, there's every so week margins between these. Yeah, guys, I mean, what so. was the twelve thirty twelve fifty one the five k. Well, with record was broke there. I mean, you can't even watch an episode of Friends that time. <laughs> <laughs> like you probably go back to the ad break and that's it. But like, they were broke. They were, and you're like, and, and when I saw the record broke, my very first question was, "Do you wear the vapor flies?" Yeah, it's unfortunate. Is, really. is, is that unfortunate, or is that, is that just the sport evolving? Do you like? not think every other running, 
like Adidas or Puma or someone like that is another one that just copied her they're like copied their shoe like or copied the the components in the shoes that are going to could you trademark that or copyright no, that no because no, no, like you can just change the way the carbon fibre is distributed in the shoe I, I haven't yeah, but I think I think when you're when you're getting the shoe that's that's manipulating your pace as in giving you the extra then it's no longer it's it's who has the better car essentially yeah you know yeah. like it's it's Formula One stuff. The driver is doing it, but the car, the engine, you know, like yeah, they, they change that. Yeah. yeah, you know, when when something else is involved in the race and there's tuning going on, it's no longer the the man. Well, at uh, uh, Joe Soap level, my shoes be tuned a little bit in terms of helping me out on the calves because the the Hoka ones yeah. be like yeah. that. But then this is the kind of like next level because it's yeah. Power, power plate. Well, when you said that, I mean, what you're what you you've basically said is you've identified a brand that that suits your running and 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 and, yeah. and body type. I mean, in that way, I mean, I, I, I wear Nike, you wear Hoka or, or on Asics both, yeah. You know, you wear Asics and... Well, that looks really or, good. Or, sorry, the on, on as well. Oh, yes, you know, yeah. for me, I, I've tried the, the on uh, runners and, and for me, I don't find them particularly comfortable. You know, in the same way where I found a, par, a pair of Nikes that I really like and I bought, you know, the same, uh, whether it's the Pegasus, whatever it is, you know, that, that particular brand and style fits my foot really well. Mm. It's comfortable. You know, so there's always going to be you know a level of difference in terms of, of brand and, and that but i think going back to the, the crux of the matter is if you and, and like eric said if you're using a product which is you know giving you a specific advantage then it becomes about you know it's, it's a you know it, it's a race to the top then in terms of, of cash flow so what we're saying nice is there. we're all gonna buy the hawker runners and see if he can be four and a half hours and <laughs> <laughs> so if he beats four and a half does he take I'm blaming I'm blaming the, the runners so Steve, yeah. he, took, he went down the pennies he got that camp fire he, play, but, him into the runner yeah, yeah. Aaron with the insoles is steel there yeah. <laughs> I think that would that would hold me back steel like it's <laughs> a joke <laughs> and on that bombshell <laughs> thank you once that again was fun. I enjoyed that one. sponsored that by Nike <laughs> not sponsored by anybody <laughs> um, our opinions are our own <laughs> yeah that, that's it but if Nike want to send a couple of April flies my well, well, I'll sell out for that yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what if Nike want to send four pairs of, of vapor flies over size to 11 UK if, size yeah. 10, if yeah. Nike sent a couple no, of pairs no. of socks our way I'd be very happy with that <laughs> Looking to get a leaf those socks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and on that note, thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. And um, we are six weeks away. For, six, six weeks? weeks. Six, six weeks oh, away God. from the Marathon Madrid, and we are feeling really, really good about that. And <laughs> oh my God. Three, three to four. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else to add to this week's episode, lads? No, no. Aaron, Aaron anything? No, no, okay. no. He actually spoke about yeah, it. Yeah, he's getting good. Sure, wasn't he giving out about people on yeah. the podcast? Well, so. like you know, the three of you are obviously ganging up on me, especially Aww. the side of the table that you're sort of sitting on. As well. like, <laughs> Some people call it bullying, we call it friendship. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just one thing to finish. On. I mean, one thing that we, we really enjoy getting is, is questions, queries, feedback, uh, mm-hmm. and we, we get a lot of messages on, on Instagram and Facebook in particular. Um, you know, and that, we we love to see that. I mean, uh, you know, anything that I suppose that we put out is it's just our own personal feelings. It's how we're going through this process, and um, and we're we're trying to be as honest as possible. So any feedback that we're getting is is really well received. We we love to see it. Um, so please keep that coming. Um, and in the same way, if you have questions, queries, or, or ideas of how you know, we can improve the podcast, or or even you know things you'd like to discuss, you know, let us know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. And on that note, thank you for listening, guys. Take care.